You're listening to Tipsy Book Reads. I'm Becca. I'm Bree. And I'm Jess. And we're tipsy. Too many books on my TBR. Too many books on my TBR. this week. Do you want to talk about it, Brie? I... What did I say? Um, <laughs> we're drinking a screwdriver because they're screwed. screwed. And there's yep. a thumb drive. <laughs> Isn't that what I said? Yeah, thumb so. drive. Thumb drive. <laughs> and the R was in parentheses. <laughs> I'll upload a picture from our group chat. USB driver. Driver. <laughs> It was funnier in the group chat, sorry guys. It, it was, was perfect. I, I still think it's funny things. <laughs> I tried really hard. I looked up, I was like, because you were like, anybody have ideas? And I looked it up and I was like, ah. <laughs> so we did fresh squeezed orange juice. Delicious. And craft vodka and some orange bitters because apparently it balances it out. It's very good. It is good. It's delicious. Very yummy. And oh, fresh. Nice and refreshing. Yes. So, ladies, trigger warnings for us? Yes, this is Farida Abike Amide's World. And we're just living Living in it. it. (laughs) Thank you for that, Jess. Alright, this week's episode's triggers include racism, homophobia, uh, heartbreak, shitty friends, religious trauma, and death. (laughs) (laughs) Shitty friends is triggering for me, so just watching out for you guys. I feel, I feel that, honestly. I feel like we've all been there, done that, got the t-shirt with yeah. the shitty friends. For sure. Now we got good friends. Yes. Yeah. Like you guys. Took a while. Yeah. That was it's, good. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I like coffee it's and okay. like three people. Yeah. <laughs> Ten words? Ten words. <laughs> Who the fuck is Aces? Really shipping Bell and Chi. Oh, I'm gonna go next. Everything Belle does is very suspicious, and I don't like it. I'm with you, Bree. I I I can't get past it's very suspicious. Same. But <laughs> I said, who is Terrell though? Should we be concerned though? No. We're just all sus about everyone. I don't know. It's, it's literally suspicious. like the Spider Man, the three Spider Men. Yeah. Are holding. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I love that show so much. Um, I don't know. I'm shipping Bill and she. I like it. I kind of like it. I like it too, but I'm also highly sus. I'm super sus. Very sus. I'm sus? No. They're sus. They're, yeah. Bell is sus. You're sus about when I don't know how to use slang. The situation's very sus. Yeah. For sure. Alright, diving right into chap- part two. Chapter part 16. Two. <laughs> Chiamaka's Tuesday. Belle walks up to her. When she's going home. And she's like, hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, that's kind of random after the yeah. last conversation they had last For sure. week. Um, and she's like, hello. <laughs> and she's like, sorry about yesterday. It was a little bit harsh. Um, You think... <laughs> You attacked her. Yeah, and then she's like, I wanted your side of the story. I always told myself, like, I would never beat up on the woman, but I did that, and I'm sorry. 
So yeah, yeah, I do love power to you for like taking ownership of that and like figuring out the story. See, what a strong woman, Belle. (laughs) Fuck Jamie. So that's basically what they go on to say. Yeah. And um, she's like, I did like him. Chiamaka's like, I did like him, um, but he was like my best friend. Um, He didn't like me like that. And she's like, well, then why would he sleep with you? Yeah. She's like, "Um, fair enough. Like, I want to blame you, but I can't. Yeah. Like, obviously, you're not the only one to blame. And Chiamaka's like, just blame me and, like, get Move over on. it. Yeah. yeah. And um, she, he's like, she's goes on to ask, like, who started it? And Jamie did. And she's like, well, no, we both did. And, like, trying to cover for him. And, um... <sighs> Jamie she, did that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Belle says that. Exactly. Jamie's a dickhead. And they're like, yeah, you're right. So we find out that they broke up. Belle oh. broke up with him. Yes, power move. You go, girl. You don't need him. That's and she right. says, why? And she says, because he's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like almost smiling. Yeah. And she's like, I wanted to be your friend. <laughs> like she said that to Chimaka. And we're like, aw. And she's like, I don't want you to hate me. Like, let's be friends. So... And they, she says they're both too good for Jamie, which I also love. Yeah. Because they are. It's true. And she's like, well, Jamie was my only real friend. Bitch, he wasn't even a real friend. He's a loser. Yeah. Bye. And he was not a friend. No. And then she's like, I don't know what friends are. Yeah. And <laughs> how, how, how do I friend? That's really accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like, yeah, we're better than him. Let's be friends. And then Chimaka's like, but I'm a bitch. You probably don't want to be my friend. We all are. (laughs) And then she, like, asks her to come over and watch Project Runway. Yes! I love Project Runway! (laughs) Yes. Green. Um, Besties her life. Yeah. Yeah, that is the start of a true friendship. But she's still, like, thinking about the USB in the back of her head. And, like, they're trying to get... Um, some tech guy to look into, like, the CCTV. Yeah. And I'm like, who's this man oh, that they're, goodness. like, telling their secrets to now? Your oh. hair smells so good. Oh, thanks. Also, it looks really good. It does thanks. look really good. But I just, like, the that smell just, like, filled the whole room, and it was beautiful. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Those thanks, luscious guys. curls. Gorgeous. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I took my hair down in case you guys were like, she let the hair go. It was beautiful. Thanks. Yes. So, Devin's Wednesday. Chapter 17. Freaking Turrell. (laughs) (laughs) Your school looks like Buckingham Palace. Yes. Which I get that vibe. So, like, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to a school at a school that looks like Buckingham Palace. Yeah, for real. Or actually just take pictures in front of it. Going yeah. back to school. Yeah, no, I'm good. I did my dues. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Terrell's waiting for him after detention, right? Yes. He just got out. Yeah. So they were, he was like scraping gum from tables, which is gross. And then Terrell was waiting for him. Because he, he had texted him earlier, like, right? I need to tell you something. Ah, I hate this. Why is that he getting so anxious? Like, why? No, don't send texts like that. It's like, we need to talk. Yeah. And then, like, all you think about is, like, oh, my God, what do we need to talk about? What did I, what did I do? What did I say? Like, where did I go wrong? 
For sure. So that was not nice of him. They go through a park, and then there's a funny part that happens where they're talking about how... How did we say? Nevis? Nevis? Sure. I don't know. Ne- um, Niv- Nivius. Sure. Any of the above, take your pick. It's like a weird love child between America and England. Because, again, like these parts that can we talked about in the first episode, I think it was, yeah. that like those parts confuse us too because it's like their principal is called a headmaster. And they call it registration Registrants. instead of like homework. I had no idea what that is. I'm, good. I'm not going to lie. Like when they kept bringing that up, I was like, why do they have to keep registering for things <laughs> in the morning? I was like, that makes no sense. Yeah, it's like homeroom, I think. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. But at first, like, before I read this part, I was like, what? what is that? Why do they do that every morning? Yeah. Um, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And he says, isn't it hella white and full of rich people? Sounds a lot like a palace to me. Which, like, oh, true. True. Um, yeah, and he's like, yeah, apart from that, it's hell. <laughs> and then, um, so they're talking about aces, and then Terrell's like, wait, isn't Chikaka? <laughs> he's like, is this Chikaka girl black too? And he's like, yeah, but like he doesn't want him to go there. And Terrell's like, but they're only sending texts about you and her. And then he's like, yeah, so whatever. Like, And um, he's like, are there any other black people? And he's like, no. He's like, trying to like be like, hello, put the pieces together, something's going on here. And like, Devin like is like, nope, nope, you can't make me, I, I can't see you, you can't see me. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to talk about it. For sure. um, he's like, not all white people are bad. And Terrell's basically like, okay, suit yourself, name, name one. And, um, then he brings up Jack being a good person. Yeah. Jack is not a good person. person is what he was asking. And then he said, Jack, Mr. Taylor, and this guy, Daniel. Which is not <laughs> Daniel a, is not a good person. Daniel's an asshole. Jack is a horrible person. So you're down to Mr. Taylor. Who is also maybe suspicious. It's so. a teacher. <laughs> I don't know. I like Mr. Taylor. Why don't we like Mr. Taylor? Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, so Jack's like the guy who abandoned him, so not a yeah. good guy. <sighs> and, and we also find out here that him and, and Terrell, like Devin and Terrell, are chatting about like everything, especially Jack just abandoning him there, because that's yeah. how he knew. Oh, yeah. I so they've been that. chatting up a storm here. Yeah. And then they talk about Daniel and how he's, like, popular but kind of weird and annoying but also maybe kind of nice. And then he talks about him, about Mr. Taylor, and he is confident that he is a good example of what a good white person is. (laughs) Which I think is funny. Um, And he just talks about how he's the best music teacher and he lets him stay and practice and is, like, helping him get into Juilliard. And Terrell's like, okay, like, fair enough. And then Terrell goes on to say, I don't trust white people like you do, which I think is, like, very, like, I don't know. There's a lot, like, throughout the rest of this conversation. um, That's very interesting to just kind of see how um, Devin going to school at Nivius, Nevis, has kind of, like, shaped his opinions and his viewpoint versus, like, how Terrell, who's, like, we can 
thing, like, we can... They don't go to the same school, so they're not he surrounded goes, by the same Yeah, family. exactly. Different, Thank you. Yeah, different world views. Different and he goes on to talk different. about, like, the world's not ideal. Like, Terrell's obviously very much a realist. Yeah. And Devin seems, like, a little bit of an optimist, like, to an extent. Like, he didn't believe it. Like, not quite as much as Chiamaka. Yeah. But, like, I feel like he is more, like, hopefully optimistic yeah. about the world. Yeah. Um, And I feel like him being kind of, like, in the situation he is has kind of, like, numbed him to some of the, like, blatancy yeah. that Terrell sees. Yeah, for sure. And then he goes on to talk about, like, dreams and he talks about how dreaming can be dangerous, but regardless of how much it hurts, he dreams anyways. He, like, spaz- like he like zones out for a minute, right? Because Terrell, like, grabs his shoulders, and he, like... Yeah, he's thinking about his mom, because he's kind of thinking about, like, what happens if, like, he does get stuck there, and then all of what she's done for him and sacrificed for him has been a waste. And yeah. A waste of time and money, and it's all for nothing. And so he's kind of having... A little bit of a panic in this moment and Terrell kind of pulls him back out of it yeah so he's like I like I get it and then he like dropped the ball that his sister's sick and the medical bills are a lot so like he understands the money thing and he's like but you can't let it like overwhelm you and so yeah they're just like getting real comfortable with each other just like dropping these like big life events um and then Terrell like drops into a neon tube yeah, they're, like, at a playground. <laughs> yeah, because they were walking through the park, and now they stopped at the playground. Yeah. And he just, like, drops in there and then doesn't come back out. And then Devin starts to, like, panic. He's like, oh, my God, what if he's is stuck? Is he waiting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, same. Because he seems like a pretty big guy. So, like, he just drops into this tube and then doesn't come I'd be like, is Hello? he stuck, too? Yeah. Hello? You good? Yeah. Are you in there? And that's, <laughs> that's what he's saying. And Terrell says nothing. And he's like, oh, oh there shit. you are. He's like... Trying to look around and see him. And then um, he finds out that, like, Terrell was waiting on him to, like, come and check on him. And he's like, I'm not going in there. And, um, he, but Terrell's like, but it's cold out. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and they're like, it's, like, pretty flirtatious. Yeah. Like, he's trying to get him to come in this neon tube with him. <laughs> very sexy. Like, I'm very claustrophobic. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I love that. Like, just a bit of honesty. Like, he's just, he's just like, yeah, let's not. And then he's, like, trying to convince him by, like, hiding something in his hands. Like, very flirty, very, like, middle school flirty very, vibes. Very, um, like... At this age, I hope he has object permanence. <laughs> <laughs> like, child, there is nothing in your hand. Shut up. I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> and he's like, come closer. Come see what's in my hand. And he's like, you're full of shit. And rice? <laughs> eat rice or something is he, he like full because he i think it's rice? just one of those dumb comebacks i don't know saying. maybe he ate rice for lunch <laughs> um so anyways um devin caves and goes in the neon tube <laughs>
And then they kiss. <laughs> and oh, then do they, they kiss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he just, like, I gotta go. He and runs. Yeah. And he's like, I'm claustrophobic. And he's just like, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. He told him. He did. He told him he was claustrophobic. He did. That was the wrong Terrell to, like, not be considerate. <laughs> not the moment. Yeah. You could have done that on the swings or something. <laughs> really. It would have gone way smoother, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, Devin, like, GTFOs. <laughs> um, he lies, too. He's like, I forgot something at home. <laughs> that is such a stereotypical excuse. Just like, you're in this tube kissing this person. You're like, oh, shit, I forgot something. <laughs> they came from his school and he wasn't even at home. How could he have forgotten something? What a horrible excuse. <laughs> But when you're nervous, then uh, you, (laughs) I guess you don't come up with the, I don't know. Thursday. Um, Yeah, so he's like, you know what's weird? Oh no, Terrell is claustrophobic. (laughs) You're way behind. We've already talked about this. But no, it's Terrell. (laughs) I really was thinking Devin was claustrophobic. It is Devin who's claustrophobic. No, it's not. It's Terrell. Look on page 171. Oh, yeah, you were right. I thought it was... I thought it was Terrell says, do you know what's funny? What's weird? Then why did you have to go... Oh, okay. I thought it was... Sorry. Either way, it's funny. (laughs) Why is he in the two babies? That doesn't make sense. (laughs) He's in there for like a long time. (laughs) He really was. Maybe he got scared. That's why he couldn't come out. (laughs) He was panicking, so he was stuck. Same. Do you ever just get stuck in a neon tube? No, it's the same. <laughs> it's like, that's an analogy for like getting stuck in your brain. Do you ever just get stuck in a tube? Um, so yeah. And then Devin's like, fuck. I, I forgot something. And then he runs. Yeah. So now it's Thursday. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and Mr. Taylor is a bitch. Yeah. He's like, I don't like this Mr. Richards. And he's like, um, what? He's never called me that before. I'm Devin. And he's like, before you start, I have a concern. And he, like, brings up the, the drug dealing thing, right? Yeah. Um, and he lies and says he hasn't done it. And, um, he's like, just wanted to let you know, college is aren't into that and he's like yeah cool cool story bro and then i don't um, know if i would say that's a jerk this is the only teacher that's reached out to him you know yeah but like i feel like the way he went about it yeah maybe it was a little iffy, i didn't like I it like look at the past none of the teachers or even the headmaster asked if they were okay but or did like they know asked, the headmaster knows oh yeah but did the teachers get these texts like, i mean how did taylor knows find out? yeah but how did he find out about that's it that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's but weird, it is though. weird but that's suspicious because why would they like in the, the teachers in these texts weird. but you don't think that teachers know what's going on they're talking about it in their classes i would get the text and then i would show it to my english teacher while i was yeah, eating I lunch in her room i'd be like look at what's happening yeah 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 i just think that to give him the benefit of the doubt that he is the only one who's, like, asked him and been like, hey, this yeah. isn't good for your college if you are. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like something icky about the way he went about it. Especially, mm-hmm. like, I guess they didn't read Devin it like automatically panics of, like, 
why is he calling me by my yeah, last name? Like he did, like he approaches, like to me, he approaches him in a very cold way. Like, yeah. like he believes it. That's what I get from this mm-hmm. is that okay. like Mr. Taylor believes yeah. it. And that's why there's this sudden like chill to their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't, what he wasn't like, Hey Devin, like, you know what I mean? You were doing okay. What's going on? Yeah. He was just like, Mr. Richards, is this colleges true? don't take kindly to drug activity. Like, it was very cold to me. I didn't like it. I feel it. But I see your point, I heard too. something and I wanted to check in with you. Yeah. I feel like that's a... Inter- I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a better part of it, for sure. I don't know. It could go either way. And then he gets a text from Dre, which he knows because he has a customized ringtone. Which is, like... Kind of cute. Oh, no. See, when I was with a toxic ex and I had a customized ringtone, like... After we, like, broke up, and it was very traumatic, every time I'd hear that ringtone, I, like, I would get so anxious and be, like, freak, not even sad, just, like, anxious, like, oh my god, what is, like, freak out. It was very traumatic. So, I can just feel his anxiety when he, like, felt that text Mm -hmm. tone. Like, one time I was walking through Ross, and I heard it, and I was like, (laughs) yeah, it was very traumatic. He does say that he misses the familiar sound of it, though. Yeah. Um, but then he... Is in class and he finishes school and Terrell is waiting for him outside of school. Once again, after detention. And he's like, what am I supposed to say? Like, sorry for kissing you. I'm not over my ex. Um, I would probably do that just because I was missing him. And then he's kind of hiding. Like, he doesn't really... Terrell hasn't seen him come out yet. And um, he's kind of just taking his time, aimlessly scrolling. And then he finally walks up to him. And... And he says sorry right as Terrell's like, are you okay? And he says, for what? And they're just talking. He says, like, I'm sorry for kissing you and running away. I just broke up with my boyfriend and I wasn't thinking. I probably made things really weird and I'm sorry. I mean, fair enough. At least he recognizes it. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I feel like there is kind of like some intrigue. On his side, too. Yeah, but he wasn't ready for it, and he was honest about yeah. that. That was good yeah, for him. that's good. That was good. Especially in the, the midst of all this craziness, to have that emotional maturity. For sure. Um, so they end up walking home together, and Terrell's kind of asking him about his ex, and he ends up telling him that it was Andre. And Terrell is kind of quiet about that, and he's like, um, wasn't he the one who told them to, like do that to you, meaning him getting beat up. And he was like, oh, he was angry because of the messages that, basically because of what Aces had been saying. He's making excuses. Doesn't mean you can just beat him up. Terrell says, you don't deserve to be treated like that. Which, like, snaps. And he's like, well, Dre probably didn't say to do it. And he's like, yeah, but he didn't stop them either. So, like, um, he's a bitch. And he's like, oh, but he's had a hard life. Like, it's not easy for him for all this. And Terrell's like, we've all fucking had hard lives. Doesn't mean I'm going to be an asshole about it. That point, yes. Exactly. This is my bucket of excuses. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, no excuse buckets, Devin. He's not being nice. Because he continues to try to defend him. And Terrell's just, like, not taking it, which I appreciate from him. Yeah, and he's like, well, has he even checked in with you? And... Devin lies and is like, yes. But yeah. wait, didn't he though? What did he, what did he say? Did it say the text? It didn't say what he said. Him? So like he, cause because, <coughs> well, but that's the thing is Terrell says, has he even texted you since? 
And he lies. And then he says yes, and he lies. But Devin has texted him since. But he hasn't. Oh, yeah. It just says, has he texted you? Oh, I don't think he did text him. I think he was talking about missing the ringtone. Oh, oh, I thought he, like, heard it. I don't think he heard it. I think he was just thinking about it and how he wished he had heard it. Oh, okay. Makes more sense now. Yeah, we got a little bit mixed up there. That's okay. And they're talking about, oh, like, do you think you're going to get back together? And he's like, I don't think so. I just really miss my friend more than anything. I just want him back as my friend. Um, And they've been friends since they were 12 and 11. So for almost seven years. That's a long time. Yeah. That sucks to lose someone when you've known them for that long. That's true. And then they, like, change the topic. And he's like, you're really fast. (laughs) He's like, what? He's like, yeah, if you ever don't do music, just become an Olympic runner. Because when you ran away from me after we kissed up, you was fast. And then they're, like, talking, like, playing with each other. Like, I'm going to call you shit talker. And just, like, bantering back and forth and talking about being irresistible and all this stuff. And um, he was saying, like, the world was finally quiet. Like, when he got home... And he was saying it was nice to, like, have somebody that doesn't think he's a burden. So Terrell, like, enjoys being around him. He says he likes Terrell's goodbye hugs, too, that they feel nice and warm. So we learned that he He doesn't. Yeah. Cute. Now it's his Friday. What happens on Friday, ladies? He knows he, what his audition piece should sound yeah, like. He yeah, he dreamt of it. How sweet. I like to have a little happy moment. As someone who's not musically inclined, that's very interesting. It's beautiful. It's nice. I wish I could dream of music. And then yeah. when he wakes up, Jack is standing over him, right? Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, I thought you were taking care of it. And he's like, Dre broke up with me. His brothers are safe. What is there to take care of? And he was like... Taking care of it is laying low, not uh, talking to Terrell. He said Mc not fucking Terrell McCreeperson from, from middle, middle school. school. You know what? He has no right to say anything anymore. No, nope. but like, so they Jack did know him? him. So yeah, so he knows him now. So I'm so confused. He's like, wait, you know him? He's like, yeah. My brother told me he saw you guys. He's a weirdo. And they're like, how does everyone remember him? But yeah, it's weird. And then Jack like. It's like, whatever, have a nice life. Okay, he's finally, like, goodbye. He's super mean to him. He's like, we had a chance to be normal. We go to this school, but no, you go and, like, mess around with this weirdo. You just act as weird as he does, and you deserve everything coming to you. What does what that mean? What is coming to him? And why do you know about it, Jack? And why wouldn't you protect your friend? Like, I don't... That reminds me of my sister's insult, she says, when... Um, when someone, like, cuts her off in traffic or something, and she goes, I hope you have the day you deserve. I love it when people say that. That's terrifying. That's hilarious. I hope you have the day you deserve. Don't act like an asshole, and you'll deserve a good day. Exactly. I know. Buy someone's coffee in Duncan, and that's the day you deserve. Good. Someone can buy me a coffee at Duncan. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that was, like, a whole moment. And he's like, what in the world? And everything is, like, broken. His heart is broken. He's crying. He just wants to leave and never come back. And it's very sad. Yeah. So sad. Goodbye. 
So sad. Goodbye. I just don't have time for him. <laughs> like who, Jack? Jack. Yeah, no. Like he's just so irrelevant in this story at this point that I'm like, why? Are you he's here? just so frustrating. He should have the day he deserves. One hundred percent. Eighteen Friday. Chumaka. was Friday. Um, she has a bunch of detention. She's sad about it. Yeah, I would be too. Headmaster Ward said that they can't talk. And I'm gonna talk anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, always. And they're like coming up a plan for getting rid of aces. And um, she's like having this internal monologue of like, I never even knew who this Devin kid was. He was irrelevant. And now all of this started. And people actually know his name. And they're kind of stuck together in it to try to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And, um... She's talking about possible suspects and, like, listing off a ton of people. And Devin is like, so the entire student body is your suspect, basically. I mean, accurate. Yeah, kind of I at this that, point. Honestly, until they know more. Everyone is guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> then they talk about the tech guy. Yeah. The hacker. And his name is Peter. Peter is a really? hacker. <laughs> Why did that sound sexual? No, I thought it was so funny how she says that. She, obviously, not just any tech guy. Peter is a hacker. Peter. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, Who the hell is I Peter? So yeah, they're trying to figure it out. They're gonna get the Stefan just says okay and walks out. I think that's so funny. She goes on this like okay. long ass paragraph explaining what's gonna happen, and then he's just like okay, okay. and walks out dead. I love him. I mean, I love him. yeah, same. Sorry, <laughs> I thought that part was funny. No, I agree. He's an arts boy. She's like, I don't get it. He's an arts boy. Okay. Okay, Miss Stem Major, calm down. <laughs> and then he wait she. Sorry. Wait. She's like, I live in a world of facts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so dramatic. She's like, I won't let, I won't roll over and let someone take my crown. Not in a million years. <laughs> That's so dramatic. Preach, queen, chi. She's worked hard for this position. Uh, yeah. I kind of feel Honestly, her. I like, feel that. Like, like, stand down, aces. So she gets home. So her mom is making rice and egg roll. Which is a spinach stew, which sounds and looks delicious. It's amazing. But Giamaka is, like, embarrassed. Or, like, she thinks it's going to be too spicy for her friend. Well, at, well, at first she just asks she wants to, to order pizza. pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even about and her. her dad's yeah. like, mm, no, we're cooking food. And then Belle is like, have you finished? That's right. So. Yeah. Are you done with detention, basically? And then... She finds out that Belle doesn't know what Pretty in Pink is, and she's like, "Come over and watch it." Um, and then, and then now she's concerned That's about right. it, like being too spicy for her friend. And they're like, "I'm sure she'll love it." And so they say no to the pizza, and then Belle loves it, and her dad's like, "See, we told you, mm-hmm. freaked out for nothing." But I get that. Like when I was a kid, and we were having Vietnamese, like I'd be like, "My friends aren't gonna like this," and my parents would be like. They're coming over too bad. We're not cooking special for them. So I feel that. Yeah. Struggle of being a mixed kid. I mean, honestly, I think parents should raise their kids to be thankful when their friends, families cook them. Like, always growing up, 
if I didn't like something, like, Too bad. I was just talking about this with my husband the other day. He was like, how do you get a kid to eat food that they don't like? I was like, you offer them food or you offer them sleep. You're not, like, abandoning, you're giving them a good meal. If they want to be a brat and not eat it, that's on them. I was always raised, you eat what you're given. If you go to somebody else's house, you eat what you're given and you say thank you. And, like, end of story. Like, you don't get to order something else or like go make a sandwich because you don't like it this is what you literally the family worked hard to cook and there's dinner and as someone who has food allergies since i was little it was the most embarrassing thing when you would go over someone's house and they'd make food and you literally would have ended up in the hospital if you oh, ate it yeah and like either you just were like oh i'm not hungry or like whatever like yeah thankfully the majority of the time they'd know or bring food. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> and, sure. And there was only, like, I remember this one time. It was pizza. <laughs> and I couldn't eat tomatoes. I was highly allergic to tomatoes. And they made pizza. And I was like, I sat down and I had this whole panic attack oh, at no. the table because I couldn't eat it. But, like, anything else, literally anything, I would have eaten it. Like, if, yeah. it, if I could eat it, I was, like, yeah, yeah. eating it. But that's how, like, my sister and her husband are with their kids is they eat everything. They also grew up in Japan for a huge part of their yeah. lives. So, like, sushi was, like, everyday kind of. Yeah. Like, raw fish yeah. isn't weird to them. Yeah. And, like, things like that, that now they have kids that hang out with them and, you know, in the States and they're all they eat is chicken nuggets. And yeah. she's like, what do I do with that? Like, yeah. kids only eat chicken nuggets. Yeah. And my kids are like, we'll eat the spiciest food off the menu yeah. if they're giving it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so she likes the food, and um, they're going to go watch Pretty in Pink, and they go back up to her bedroom, um, and yeah, she's like, I wouldn't, like, picture you as oh the gosh. kind of girl that likes, like, rom-coms. The whole part where she's like, prepare to have your heart broken, and Belle says, and if it doesn't break, and she's just kind of like, what are you talking about? Um... And she's like, if it doesn't, then you're not human and this friendship is over. And then Belle says, okay, but do you have enough tape to fix me if I'm broken? Yeah. And her stomach oh, flips and her heart does its thing. That's weird. Why is her stomach flipping? Mm-hmm. I'm telling That's you. That's a good point, but I'm also like you. this point made, like was like cringy. I was like, what is happening? Oh, I thought it was cute and flirty. I think For it's because sure. we're suspicious. Yeah. And so we're looking at this with suspicious eyes. It's like, very flirty. It's very flirty it's and cute. It's funny that, like, I feel like I'm way more, like, suspicious of Terrell. And then you guys are more both. suspicious no, of Belle. I'm suspicious of Terrell, too. For sure. All of them. I don't trust anyone. That's true. I don't even trust Devin and Chiamaka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Belle's, like, smiling and she's blushing, right? And, um... I like happy endings. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Monday. Monday morning. <laughs> I lost <laughs> the endings of this. And then the beginnings. I know. And he's upset that he listened <laughs> to Chiamaka. Yeah, so she's, he's lost in the hallway trying to find this lab that she said they were going to meet at to, like, come up with this plan with Peter, the tech, the... Oh, hacker. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... He's a tech hack guy, Jessica. He's a hacker. And Peter doesn't have a phone. <laughs> um, fair enough. But he's yanked <laughs> into a room, which I think is just funny. And it's Shiamaka being like, you're late. 
He's probably like one minute late, and she's like, hello. <laughs> 30 seconds. Yeah, right? That's funny. But yeah, tech guy doesn't even have a phone. So um, they're talking about the USB, what came off of it, Nothing. and he's saying that the like you can't use the files, they're all corrupted. Um, they're trying to get the video footage, um, but it just so happened that there was a power outage. So that thing that happened just oh, the other day is what I'm that. thinking. Mm-hmm. How that power the outage mm-hmm. is right when they dropped the USBs in the lockers. Um, so they've really got nothing. And um, Peter is, like, downloading information from Devin's phone to kind of go through and see what he can find from that. Yeah. And he's trying to trace, like, locations from where the messages were sent from. Um, And Chiamaka is kind of, like, flirting with Peter to try to get him to get it done faster. faster, yeah. Um, And it works. It works. And Devin's like, damn, straight people. Is that all the convincing they need? (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then Chiamaka's like, wait five minutes and let me go first and then come after Because they don't want to be seen, or she doesn't want to be seen hanging out with him. Yeah. Which is funny. And then we go straight into Mr. Taylor listening to Devin's piece. And he's like, says it's good, but he doesn't say that it's great. So now Devin's like... No, he says it's great, but it isn't amazing. He said, this is good, really good. I think you have something great here. Great isn't amazing. Yeah. He said it wasn't great. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> he said it was great, not amazing. Um, and, and then, then freaking Daniel. <laughs> this kid. Who is this kid? Like, he literally just keeps, he's a comic relief. He's, he's just like, yeah, up. he's just like saying dumb things. He like has this huge thing to say and it's like, he knows who Aces is, right? Yeah. That's what the secret is. The FBI. And like, yeah, and Devin is like freaking out. He's like, do you leave your camera open <laughs> when you're on your computer? It's the FBI. <laughs> this idiot. That's how my TikTok for you page is so on point. It's because of the FBI agent that watches. True. Hi, FBI agent. Hey, bud. How you doing? <laughs> Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Like, you, rate do, us on iTunes. Do you like Ritz crackers? Watch, I'm going to get an ad for Ritz crackers now. <laughs> the weirdest one that ever happened to me I was in a snapchat like <coughs> chat it wasn't even like me searching anything and I was talking about Joanne's fabric like the store and then all of a sudden on my Instagram I started getting freaking targeted ads for Joanne's from a snapchat group chat freaked me out I'm not surprised this, this was like a couple years ago when all that first started happening but I was like that's funny what? Um, but yeah, so it's obviously the FBI. That's aces. Yes. Obviously. I mean, it makes sense. He's on his way home. It's raining again. He has his backpack on top of his head to try to protect him. And his mom's at the table reading some more letters. She looks sad. And they talk about school. Um, she didn't pay the electricity bill and he like wants to get money for her. And she's like, no, I don't need to do that. Like, it's like, I'll handle it. Um... Um, and she's like, God never falters. And he's like, hm, really? Yeah. Isn't our life one big falter? And that made me so sad. Yeah. Mommy. And, um, he's like just making internal promises to his mom that he's like going to go places. He's going to get her a house. Like he's making all of these like goals of like, he's going to get them out of this. 
and he's trying to figure out what to do, how to get her money. He could go to Dre, all these things, and um, she, he like leaves and is like, oh, I'm gonna go to Jack's because his mom doesn't know that they're not friends anymore. So instead, um, he obviously doesn't go there, but first they have like this unspoken conversation of like, be good, don't cause any trouble, don't like, just like stay yeah. safe type of thing. Um, and then he goes to Dre's apartment. Yep. And surprisingly, they let him in. He goes in and he's like, hey, Dre's like, what do you want? They start to talk. And he like, Dre is talking to him like, oh, we used to, we were friends. And he's like, past tense. And he's like, oh, do you sleep with all your friends and love them? And they have this conversation. And Dre is like, basically saying like, I don't have a family. I like, this is my path and your path is different than mine. And they don't line up. And he's like, you say you love me, but you let your boys beat me up and all this stuff. And he's like, everyone gets an exit beating. Shut up. Stupid. And he's like, they would have suspected things if I didn't let them beat you up. He's like, you think that they're dumb. You think they're senseless. Like, they know what I come in here for, basically. Like, yeah. And then he, like, starts crying. Dre does. And um, he's like, I'm glad this is done if that's how you treat people you love. Yeah, he doesn't need that. I'm proud of Devin for, like, saying these things, though. And then they, mm-hmm. like, kind of have a moment. And he's like, can I kiss you goodbye? And he's thinking of, like, the goodbye hugs. And then he's like, yeah. sad. I know. And, um, yeah, then they have a moment and they, like, kiss. And then they have breakup sex. They do have breakup sex. But I was freaking out this whole time. I kept thinking one of the guys was going to walk in on them and, like, hurt one of them. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I hope they walk the door. Like set up like that. I know, like, I was anxious this whole time thinking that someone was gonna, because they've set up so much about, like, how big of a deal it is and how big of a secret it is and, like, yeah, oh my god. Time. I was freaking out the whole time, like, please let them be safe. Please not let someone, like, walk in and, like, freaking hurt them or something. Sure. Um, but no, it was just breakup sex. Yeah. Um. Although, who knows the freaking aces. Oh. This part was sad, but I feel like a much cleaner um, closure to their relationship. Then get the fuck Even out though it was kind of messy still, but like was, better yeah. than last time. Yeah. For sure. I feel like it was really toxic. I do too. I do I too. Don't... But like, at least we knew it was the end. You know, like last Wait, time okay. it happened so suddenly. Yeah. And it was like, get the fuck out now. Get beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, I, do, I, I definitely don't like think it was... it was a great choice. Okay. But still a step but I think up from it was last a, time. I and just think. like a cleaner end for them. Even though it wasn't the best choice. Yeah. I I agree. Okay. Becca doesn't agree. No, I don't agree. I think it should have just ended. Like, you can't just go back to someone you got, literally beat the shit out of it. Right? But I, I think his intention was to go there and ask for a job. To get money for his mom. And, and then so he, like, lost his, like... Sleeping together because of it? See, I just don't see it. But it's okay. We can disagree. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know. I agree. Well, because he talks about, like, internally, like, he should have asked and all this stuff. But, like, I think he... Uh, 
definitely had multiple reasons of going there. Yeah. I don't know. I think breakup sex is a very, like, legitimate thing. Like, it's a, cl- it's a mental closure thing. I don't know. I just can't get over the fact that he literally had his men beat him up. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, I just absolutely. can't get that. Yeah, yeah no. I agree. Tuesday. Chumaka. He's late again. <laughs> yep. So they're still plotting, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, Peter, they're asking Peter, like, what he found. Um, they find out Peter likes Belle. Yeah, because he, like, wants, he wants a favor. He wants her to put in a good word with Belle. <laughs> Whatever. So they find out that the CCTV footage came from... The Morgan Library. Computer 17. Yeah. So it's like a smaller library. Apparently it's known for like people like going and hooking up there. Okay. As long as... <laughs> did did yeah. you catch that Things. too? Computer 17. Yeah, and it literally is things. What? But I'm agreeing with you. It says the perfect location to do a lot of things. That's literally what it says. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm just talking about the 17 thing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's what I was pointing out. Okay. But yes, yes, they do lots of things in said library. Apparently, like it's a place where people go and hook up, which is just so weird to me. Why are you hooking up in a, I don't know. I never did things like that, so it's scandalous. Me neither, neither, but probably better than, like, the bathroom. I mean, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, And then it's, like, at 10 o'clock, that's when the details are entered and the messages are scheduled to be sent out. On Sundays and Mondays, like, 10 o'clock at night, right? Yeah, which is kind of weird. Like, who the hell is at school on a Sunday night at 10 p.m.? Who has access to the school Sunday nights at 10 p.m.? Super weird. But basically, they find out that this, like, whoever's logging in isn't connected. Because, like, they all have, like, student name and student, like, ID number that it can be tracked back to. But this one is, like, it doesn't. It doesn't belong to, like, a student or anything. So they can't, like, tie it to anybody. They just know the when and the where. Yeah. So um, then they're going to, like, Because there's, out. like, an encryption. So, it like, it changes... Every time, too. Yeah. So, it's obviously a very, like, tech-savvy person. It's not just, like, some dumb Jimmy off the street. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, obviously, somebody... Like, I don't know how to encrypt things. Yeah, no idea. So, I don't know. And then, um, they decide they're gonna stake out the school on Sunday and figure out who's, like, setting up the messages. And then she has chemistry with Jamie. Yep, and isn't she, like, ignoring him? Yeah. She's That's just fine. like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, well, Belle broke up with me. She's like, yeah, sorry. And um, he, he's now sniffing. he's like, yeah. And now he's, like, trying to, like, get her back. He's like, I'm sorry for leaving you when you needed me. I'm your best friend. And, like, he, she's just, like, ignoring him. Like, power to her. And um, he wants to hang out, but Chiamaka's like, I'm busy. Like, I'm not into that. Um, no thanks. Basically. And then, um, he also offers to, like, walk her home. And she says... Or, like, go get waffles. Yeah. It's just like, I'm busy. Yeah. It's just like, oh. So, yeah. She, like, walks away. 
doesn't care. She's like, goodbye. And he's like, I can walk you home. And she's like, I have legs. Go home. <laughs> I love it. And then she looks at the stuff that Peter sent over. So um, she's looking at all the messages about her that she didn't receive. Because just a reminder that they don't get the messages about themselves, just about the other people. So she is looking through everything. And she's looking when everything came through. And she... Yeah, there's one at like 10.06, 10.13, 9.57, yeah. and again, always on a Sunday or a Monday night. Which is so weird. And then she, like, Belle wants to come over and watch the notebook, but then she sees that the text about the stealing in the candy shop was, like, scheduled to send out before it happened. Yeah. It was scheduled that Sunday night. And at 10.04. And happen until Monday. So on Tuesday. Like, what the heck? Oh, Yeah. So, um, she, like, pictures the dead girl again and then, like, tells Belle she can't come over. Something has come up. And that's where we end, which is kind of like a, like, yikes. That's a, I feel like every week when we end, I'm just like. Yeah. What's happening next? Because I don't know what to expect next. Because everything keeps changing. I know. I'm so confused. Who do we trust? Who Who do we not trust? I don't know. I think it's Jamie. Yeah, I'm kind of with that, too. But then I'm like, are they leading us on? Probably. Yeah. It's probably some random person we don't even know yet. Yeah. The whole thing with the 17 is what really threw me. Yeah, the whole 17-17 thing. And the encryption, because, like, Jamie, she talks about how Jamie could never remember his passwords, and he always had to write them down. So if they're constantly having to change Mm -hmm. the encryption code... You would have to write that down. That's true. true. But also it's weird that nobody received the Jack text except for Jack. Or except for Devin. There's a lot of suspicious... Suspicious behavior around here. Unless that was just a one-off. Yeah. Yeah, but why? Yeah. Who are they trying to throw off? Jack was probably throwing him off to not be his friend anymore. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe. It's all weird. All right, folks. Join us next week. (laughs) Tipsy Bookery. Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe and leave us a review and email us. Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.